Welcome back to Your Next Level Podcast. It's me, T, and today I'm going to do an episode on things that you need to be doing in your business if you are wanting to make multi-six or seven figures a year. These are things that I see people bypassing and I'm like, what are you doing? So (laughs) we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about them. And let's start with number one. There are six things that I want to touch on today. So number one is structure and your business model. So a smart business model with reoccurring revenue streams is honestly such an important detail. You don't want to be scaling your business off purely one-to-ones. It's not sustainable. While it's great and it works and you can definitely do it and get to multi-six figures for sure, it's like whether it works is not the question. It's whether it's smart. And just because one-to-ones can make you a lot of money and it can you know, get your business to scale, it doesn't mean that long-term it's going to be beneficial. Eventually, it's going to become a bottleneck for you. Because there's only one of you. If you're doing one-to-one, there is only one of you. There's only so many one-to-ones you can do, right? So it's like setting up a smart business model with a business structure that it, it takes time to build, right? Read that again. It takes time. Read that. Listen to that again. Listen to that again. It takes time for you to build that, right? It's not going to happen overnight, but setting your business up with a really uh, smart structure is going to be really, really beneficial for you. So instead of focusing on adding in 25 new offers straight away, I see so many people make this mistake in their business. Oh, that coach is doing that. That photographer is doing that. that, And it's like, yeah, but they're at a different level, right? They're at the stage where they've taken the time to build the structure that they can now expand on it. So instead of building 25 new offers at one time, right? Take the time to build out your product suite, whatever kind of products you have, whether you're a VA, whether you're a copywriter, whether you um, do graphic design, whether you're a coach, whether you're a mentor, a healer, it doesn't matter, right? Take the time to build out what your product suite looks like, getting signature offers. You can have one, two, three, whatever. Getting your signature offers down, getting your product suite to make sense for your brand and your evolution, and also letting your offers evolve with you. So don't get so caught up in your structure that like smart business owners, right? What they do, they're not so caught up in making it perfect the first time. They're caught up in saying, okay, I've just got to move and do the thing and I'm going to trust myself to have my back along the way to let my offer evolve with me, to let my product suite evolve with me right? To let everything I'm doing evolve with me. I am a human. I'm evolving, which means my business will. But if you have a really smart business model, it will be able to do that for you. So really creating a smart business model that is going to be able to have your business move with you, have the reoccurring revenue coming in, like having many multiple streams of revenue is going to be really important. And you don't do that by doing a million things at once. You do it by getting your foundations really solid at the start so you can then build and multiply on top of that. So it's like the compound effect, right? So that's number one. Then we've got number two, which is community, (laughs) community, community, community. This is so underrated and it's like the best free strategy fucking ever. Building a strong as fuck community, creating solid relationships and spending time building immense trust with your audience. Trust me, this is 
So key. This is so key. If you want to be setting yourself as an authority, a leader, through your brand, through your brand messaging, right? That people, if you want to be someone who people are magnetically fucking drawn to, who people want to fucking throw money at, who people are like, holy shit, I wonder what Taylor's doing today. Oh my God, I wonder what Gemma's doing. Wow, what is Claire up to, right? If you want people to actively come search for you, this is something that you need to focus on is building your community, Guys, there are 1.36 billion other people on Instagram alone. That's not talking about any other platform. That is just on Instagram. So then the question becomes, why you? Why is your community home for them? Right? What movement are you making? Who are you behind the scenes? Who are you in the scenes as well, like on online, who are you online, right? What does your brand stand for? What are the values? What are the morals? What is the direction? What is the mission? What is your brand standing for? Why you? Why are people going to come and find you? Out of all the people, I only watch about, I I have like a thousand people I follow, which like, yes, I need to cull that. That's don't fucking come at me. I know I need to cull that. But it's like, I have that many people I follow. I watch about two people's things. So those two people for me have created a community for me to feel a part of that I want to watch their shit. So where are you not providing that for people and where could you actually work on providing more of a community? And something I feel like people get so caught up in, and I've said this to two of my clients in the past like 24 hours, is... We need to stop looking at it like selling. While it's great and I I want people to fucking sell every single day, could you see it as serving? Every single day you are serving your community. Whether people are buying from you or not, the reason we create these businesses is to serve. That's the reason we create these businesses. It doesn't mean you can't get paid for it. You absolutely can. But instead of seeing it as, oh, I've got to sell today, get on and say, can I serve today? How can I serve my community today, right? I feel like that simple switch alone it is so beneficial. And then we're going to go into number three, which is simplicity to scale. So what I mean by this is having really simple backends, right? Really simple backends. And this is where I see so many people making the mistake. And trust me, I have tried every fucking software there is. I've done ClickUp. I've done Airtable. I've done fucking like all of them, whatever. So Dubsado, anything that you can think of, any type of um, backend system, I've tried it all. I've tried Kartra, I've tried Kajabi, all of it. And it's like, at the end of the day, all of those things are great. I'm not saying they're not great. They are great. And I do use some backends for my business, right? Which I can do in another episode if people are interested. But I do have certain systems that I use, but I keep them very simple. I keep it very streamlined. I keep it to very few, as as little as I can. So you don't want a million and one softwares in your business. There's definitely some that are going to be so beneficial. Like, don't get me wrong, you know, click up amazing features, Airtable, great. But it's like all of these things, do you actually need them? So like figuring out what your business actually needs is, is going to be beneficial, not just what you're going to waste time putting, you know, four months into actually setting up and then discover that you actually don't really need it. And it's more of a waste of time than anything. So 
really looking at that. You don't need a million and one softwares. Like you're going to have to keep up with it. So also think of that. You're going to have to get someone to set it up or spend time learning to set it up. You're then going to have to manage it. You're then going to have to pay for it. You're then going to have to, you know, stay on top of making sure all the things are filled out. And like there's so much to software. So just be very wary when you're getting into it. Sometimes the best business models are just ones that have a checkout cart, some type of delivery system, and that's it. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So just like keeping things simple, I think it's really important. Again, not to say you can't have systems and procedures and all that, like you definitely need it. You 100% need it. There is some strategy and systems that are so crucial and important, but and also the customer journey and experience is so important. So like, don't get this wrong for saying that you shouldn't have anything. I definitely do. I have like onboarding and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but just like not overcomplicating it and keeping it really streamlined. I feel like so many people miss that and you need to master that, right? The easier your back end is of your business, the easier it's going to be to create, to show up, to sell, and to ultimately have more customers come through, serve more clients, have a better client experience, and make more impact and influence with your business. So ultimately, the simplicity is actually going to help you scale because it's going to be easier for you to actually make, create, sell, all those kind of things. So just think about that one. And then we have got number four, which is internal systems. So what I mean by this is there's so many things that I'm going to kind of blend this into one. Um, Actually, no, I'll keep the other one separate. Okay, we'll just go with this one. Number four, internal systems, resilience and self-trust, right? You'll never be able to pass the six-figure mark and most importantly, sustain it. Like you might pass it, but sustaining, good luck, right? Compounding on that, good luck. If you're not working on building and creating evidence to build your resilience and self-trust. People want the strategy. They actually forget about the human managing and operating the business, right? That's the one that needs the attention. That is one of the most important strategies out there is working on your internal systems. So let's actually just fucking add that in with number five, right? Which is, again, internal systems, but more so your emotional processing, right? Your attachments, your wounding, your shadow work, that is crucial within your business because you will get, you'll get success, but to be able to hold it, to have the capacity for it, to scale, to put your prices up, to um, pivot and, and change and change your body of work. I don't like the word pivot. I just more so think about it as like your body of work is shifting because you evolve and grow. So of course your body of work does naturally. Um, So like, do you have the emotional intelligence within your business, right? Do you have the emotional intelligence and understanding of yourself to better serve your clients, right? Do you have the emotional intelligence to know when you're projecting, when you're triggered, when you're reacting, when you're responsive, all these things come into business and they are so crucial. Do you have the ability to know when your personal triggers are actually affecting your client containers, 
and that can be any type of service provider. That can be a photographer for heck's sake. You can be a photographer and have your own personal shit playing out in your coaching business. Uh, sorry, in your photography business. Sorry. Like this isn't just for coaches. Like I don't just coach coaches. I mentor and coach any high level leader, CEO, entrepreneur, anyone with a big vision, anyone who has impact and influence are the people that I coach and help. And this is something that we spend so much time really nailing the foundations of emotional maturity, emotional intelligence, emotional intellect. This is the shit that really, really matters. What is your attachment style like in business? What's your attachment style like to business? What's uh, to money? Sorry. What's your attachment style like to clients, to people choosing you, to um, competition, to comparison, all of this kind of stuff? What's Do you pedestal people? Do you pedestal yourself? Do you think that you know it all? All of these things, right? They all come into emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. Um, and yeah, like uh, literally, I, I actually really like to, everyone knows it as emotional um, intelligence. My preferred word is emotional literacy. I just feel like that word is so beautiful. Like, how beautiful is that? Emotional literacy. I love it. I'm like, Mwah, chef's kiss, right? Like, I fucking froth it. Anyway, so I feel like, you know, that, so pair number four, internal systems of like resilient self-trust, because if you don't have that, you're never going to create a business that is actually going to thrive because you're always going to do the safe thing. You're always going to do the thing, like not be willing to fail, not be willing to put yourself out there and, you know, detach from the results which comes into number five, which is the emotional um, literacy or maturity of really working on building your emotional intelligence and doing the the work on yourself. Like core wounding work is something that I do with all of my clients. Like I fucking froth that work of like, you like yes I do the brand and the strategy and the content and the marketing and the offers and the product suite like I froth backends and I froth business like I love it but just the human behind the scenes oh the most important part of the business the human is running the business of course the human has to be taken into account and like so many people forget they think no I just need a good product If I just have a good, simple business model, I'm good. And it's like, yeah, you're good until a certain point and then you're not fucking good and then it's going to feel really hard for you. So like making business light and fun really does come down to that. Then we've got number six, which is the last one, which is a student mindset, right? So this is the mindset of a student. The master is always a student, right? Your business will never grow if you're always the top dog. What I mean by this isn't that you shouldn't believe that you're insanely good at what you do. I think that you should. (laughs) I think that you should fucking back yourself and think that you're the best and think that you have something someone else doesn't and that you are special and and you're going to fucking build your empire and no one's going to fucking touch you. Like, fuck yeah, you do you. Have that fucking, like, courage and leadership and and all the things. Like, I love that. The, The millionaire mindset, I have a free masterclass on this and I talked all about this. You have to believe that there is something special about you. If you want that free masterclass, Go to my website. It's called Game Set Match. There is a code you put in. It makes it free. You're welcome. Go watch that because it's really, it's a really good masterclass. Anyway, um, but what I want to say is, of course, you do need that, right? You need to believe that you're a fucking master. You should be a master at what you're teaching. That's amazing. But what a master isn't, a master doesn't mean you know everything. So what I do mean is that you have to be willing to be the smallest in the room. 
Sometimes you have to be willing to not ask how, but ask who, who can I learn of? Who has the skills I need? How can I expand myself? How can I be challenged today? How can I have my brain stimulated to think, all right, I'm really good at this. I'm the fucking master of this, but how do I improve on that? And also not only I'm the master at this, but what are you not a master at and where can you become a master at it? And again, I really want a preference. Master does not mean you know everything. The best masters are the people who are always learning, right? They master their craft because they're always learning. That's the point of being a master is you are always learning and compounding on that learning to forever be a student. So it's like the student mindset is who a master is. So also looking at whenever I say like, oh, I'm just not that good at something. I immediately stop myself and say, okay, well, if I'm not good at it, how do I get good at it? If I say I don't learn that way, well, how do I learn that way? If I say that's not how I like to do things, okay, well, then I'm going to challenge myself to do that, right? So it's like really looking at where are you not challenging yourself? Where are you thinking you know everything? Where are you like, no, I'm safe when I'm the, when I'm the best in my industry? Well, okay, what if you're not? What if you could learn something? What if you could put yourself in a room to be challenged? Who would you be if you put yourself in a room full of powerful people? Would you still be powerful? Right? So a master is so fucking powerful that they believe they don't need to be the top dog to be powerful. Right? Let that sink in. Like if you got put in a room with people who were making way more than you, would you feel powerful still? who knew way more than you? Would you feel powerful still? Who had a better skill than you? Would you feel powerful still, right? The master is always a student because they feel powerful, but they're also willing to learn to become more powerful, right? They know that there's a knowledge gap, there's a skill gap, there's a personality gap, there's a whatever, whatever type of gap. And they're like, I've already got it, but I just need to tap into it. So how do I do that? How do I do that? How do I build that skill, that muscle, that that resilience? How do I build that? And they're always looking to how do I do that? How, who, where, when? Like they're always in search of like, I'm going to navigate the problem before it becomes a problem. I'm not going to let myself get complacent. Then they're never complacent. They never think they know everything, right? And I feel like this has been why I'm always evolving and changing so rapidly and my business is growing so rapidly is because I've always held the student mindset and I'm always willing to say, okay, I don't know everything, right? Even to my clients, if I don't know something, I don't pretend I do. I say, okay, I actually don't have the answer. Let me come back to you. Can you do that? Can you be powerful and say that to your client? Because I'm so fucking powerful when I say that to my client, right? But people who have the ego and who haven't done number, what was it, four and five, right? They're not going to be able to take their ego away and do that because the ego will never let you be the student. So that's why you need to work on four and five before you can go on to number six. So these are the things that I have really noticed. I'm going to like leave it there for you guys because there's so much for you to contemplate. But if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur, um, again, it doesn't, you don't have to be a coach. This is for anyone who just has a big vision in life, right? You'll never create a business that makes multi six or seven figures in a year until you can learn to master these things. Right. Obviously, there's so many more things as well, but these are just some really crucial things. And I really hope that you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, 
please leave me a review. If you did, please send me a um, DM on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. Come over to my community. My community, like I'm so fucking big on community. You're my little honeybees or my little Cinnabons and like I just love you guys so much. So come over, chat with me in the DMs, um, get into my free masterclasses, get into my paid things. I don't really care what you do, but just come into my world, right? Just come into my world. I love having new people in. Um, I love building connections and, and it's really important to me to build connections. So yeah, I, I would love it if you would come and be a part of my world, share it on your stories, tag me, tag your biggest takeaway. What did you think? hearing this that you're like oh shit like that was fucking good if you think other people need to hear this please 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 this is the way that we grow and evolve as a culture is we share things we don't play in oh I'm gonna keep this to myself I'm not gonna tell anyone this secret it's like fucking share it get it out there don't play in little girl comparison energy play in big girl uh, big fucking leader energy of like fuck yeah that was fucking helpful I'm gonna share that with people right I love you guys so much. Let me know any episodes you want to see. Um, And I hope that anyone, whoever is listening, has an amazing day wherever you are in the world. I love you so much. Bye.